All right, hello guys. Welcome to another episode of Bloomy Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason, joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And what is happening? Dom again, not with us today, but that's okay. Like we told you, definitely busy work schedules, but let's jump right into it. Into what is clearly, I think at this point, you gotta say the series of the first round, the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves. Timberwolves yet again with a big fourth quarter lead. I think they were up 11 in this one. But the Grizzlies stormed back yet again, this time at home. And John Morant went crazy in the fourth. We had 18 in the fourth quarter. Um, and including a game-winning layup where, for some reason, Anthony Edwards, I don't know what he was doing, but he was just – after hitting a crazy shot where he had the guy down calling Anthony Jordan, um, he just overplayed the ball, let Ja get behind him, and then Ja's just one-on-one to the basket, and that's like the literal last thing that you want. Um, but Darnell, kind of what did you see out of this game, and what do you think of the series now the Grizzlies are up 3-2? Yeah, this is definitely what's been, to me, the best series of the first round. I don't think it's really close. Maybe a close second would be Phoenix-New Orleans. Yeah. It's the only close – those are the only two close series, really, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but the, I, yeah, they're only two close series, but Phoenix, we'll get to that too. Phoenix-New Orleans, the games aren't as close. It's kind of – True, like, true. Yeah. Yeah, That's but like, – Yeah. This, but this series has been amazing, man. Like, there's a, going, there's a sleeper, there's a sleeper third pick, but you know, we'll get to that one. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that one. I almost forgot about that that fast. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, but um, yeah, this has been a great series. Like, it's to see Dom, uh, not Dom, I was almost about to call him Dom, but to see Ja come out and do what he did in the fourth quarter was just amazing to see. Like he he finally figured out what he wanted to do to attack that defense. And you saw Brandon Clark was really he was really a threat out there on the offensive boards. He got nine of those, 15 in total, 21 points. That's a good, good solid contribution from him. Um, what was really key was that rebound that he got that led to the job three which gave them a 107-106 lead, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was the Anthony Edwards three. And then Anthony Edwards gambled on the steal, which led to the jaw layup, which won the game for the Memphis Grizzlies. It was so, the jaw three, and then – no, no, you're missing a crucial play. Am I missing one? And D'Angelo Russell took the dumbest shot I've ever seen. It was so <laughs> It was so bad. Just yeah. a mid-range contested off the backboard, hitting nothing. Um, and then I think they were about to just not foul, too, which is the worst part. Mm-hmm. You know, is all they do. So for them to, to not realize that now you can actually foul it was, was bad. And then you had to hand three and then the job left. Um, I've never seen – Patrick Beverly fouled out, and obviously that was huge. And another Timberwolves collapsed. I've never seen a team collectively – foul as much as these guys you look at the game and it was like pat bev fouled out cat normally fouls out he had five ant has five fouls and john ended up with 17 free throws and it's not one of those things where oh you know the rest no these dudes just slap and they've been doing it all series and that's why they continue to blow leads 
It's just that simple. Um, you know, can I, can I can I say can I say have a moment? Of, can we have a moment of silence for Malik Beasley? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That was it's bad. Tough. The crazy thing about the play was, is I'm sitting there, I'm watching the other my my guy, my guy Trey go out sad, and I didn't see it. Right, because I'm yeah. watching I'm watching the tray game on the computer, so that's and then I'm, I look up and they just go crazy and I missed it. Then I try to go to replay and my TV's buffering or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when I see it, I'm like, oh, and that play is the one that ignited everything. Yeah, that was amazing. He tried, he, he tried to do it again, missed it, then they mm-hmm. get a three out of it, and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> oh man, it's happening. And the Timberwolves just. It's like, it's like this is why, even watching it, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, the Timberwolves are better, but will they win the series? I don't know about all that. This is now the second lead that they've given up. You can't blow a twenty. You can't blow two twenty-five point leads in the same game. Like, it's no excuse for that. Yeah, and like, so Minnesota should obviously be win. They should have won this series already. Honestly, yeah. I think for that reason alone is why they're going to lose. You can't play with your food. Yeah. By the way, I will say shout out, shout out, shout out, Cat man, he's been playing great. Yeah, Cat's been playing great. Shout this out, Cat. This is just, this is just. I, I, I want to say an experience, but it's partially bad coaching. Although the out of bounds play Chris Finch drew up was crazy. That was a crazy play. Mm. I was like, wow. The play design on that was ridiculous. It's just they have zero discipline, like at all, like like none. And you just see it in the fourth quarter every time, every time. Um, but you know it's hard to win games when you've you know twenty two turnovers. It's just the facts. Twenty two turnovers and twenty nine fouls. It's a, <laughs> <that's> a lot. <laughs> We're just hacking and throwing the ball away, baby. Yep, just hacking and throwing the ball away. Um. But yeah, it looks like looks like the Grizzlies, you know, are definitely in control of the series. I, Timberwolves are gonna, I think, win Game Six, and then full. Oh, you ten- think we have seven? Yeah, uh, I know. I think Memphis is gonna win at six. I disagree with that. Nah, Timberwolves gonna come out crazy, Game Six, and then blow a ten point lead in Game Seven. That's what I see happening. <laughs> oh, that is gonna be heartbreaking. It's gonna be heartbreaking for Tim Rose. It's, it's just what it looks like at this point. I feel you. Um, yeah, real quick. Um, we're not to stay on this one too long, but Trey losing to the Heat with no Jimmy went outside. Oh, man. Told you, man. Tried to tell you. I mean, Sorry. I will. I will say. I will say. And I thought, you know, Trey obviously could have been better. He was terrible. Mm-hmm. Two of twelve. DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, Hunter carried. Hunter was crazy. 35, 35 and eleven. He went wild. And then, but I look right. Mm-hmm. And Trey was really a minus three. Bad as he was, because I guess you know when he's out there, you you have a four on three with everybody else. So they just call it double my man at half court. So you know is what it is. But Capella. Minus 16 and 19 minutes. Ah, thanks for coming back. Thanks for that. <laughs> really helped. 
But hey, man, no excuse. You can't lose to the Heat with no Jimmy. Even though Oladipo, I don't know what that dude hasn't played all postseason and then he just comes out and puts up 23. So he played the last postseason game too. Did he? Yeah. I didn't watch that one. I was actually I was actually working then. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. Any anything you gotta say about other than I told you so? No, this was a mismatch from the start. Nothing I didn't see coming. Um, obviously losing Bam and Jimmy, or not Bam and Jimmy, Kyle and, and Jimmy, you, you wonder how they were going to figure out how to defend because those are two really stout defenders that they have in their rotation. But give credit to Gabe Vincent, give credit to Victor Oladipo. They both proved that they can be plug-and-play guys in a rotation and, and allow Tyler Hero to stay in his six-man role. And that's all they really needed, like, you know? Yeah. So, made easy work at the Hawks. Yeah. A lot of questions to the Hawks this offseason. We'll get to them when we get back to them. But for now, credit to, to the Miami Heat. And they'll play the winner of Chicago-Milwaukee. No. So the Bucks. Nah, they'll play. Uh, yeah. We'll get to that. It's got to end it. Um, do we talk about the Nets? Do we write their obituary yet? Uh, I don't remember. No, we didn't. All right. Well, rip. That's all I got. That's all I got to say to that one. All right, Peter Brooklyn Nets. I remember. We kind of prepared it, but we didn't send it off officially. Yeah, I remember saying before the postseason, I was like, "Man, all this Katie stuff is great, but he has to do it one time." And I, and I, I just remember being adamant about how they would lose to the field. Like, regardless, I didn't know what opponent it was. I thought they were going to lose early. I really didn't. I was questioning if they was going to make it out playing, depending on how, the, how it rotated out and everything. So the first round, I was like, yeah, they toast. Yeah. And so Kyrie Irving says he's a part of the management team. Delusional. I, I, I don't know what the day Ben Simmons, they're mad at him because he didn't play. He's – I don't even know what to say about Ben Simmons at this point. Might be heading out of the league. I feel kind of sad for him. Like, he's number one overall pick. He shouldn't be in this predicament right now. There's no way. Well, here we are. They said – what did he say? Said his, his stress levels are causing issues in his back. Yeah, that's uh, that's a new one. Um, I just yeah, I it, my my friend sent me a text, great text. I told everyone this. He said, "Uh, plot twist. We both lost the trade." Oh yeah, duh. That's a that's a good one because I, I feel the exact same way. That's it's wild. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And that's not that there's not much to say about the Nets. The Celtics, um, hey man, they're looking at the next round, them the Bucks. That's gonna be a lot of fun. That's gonna be a real that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. That's, that's gonna, gonna be, be the one. 
That is going to be the one. That's going to be the, you know, man, if Giannis does this, if Chris Milton doesn't play a second, Giannis does this, man. Fuck it. That's Brooklyn-Milwaukee last year to me. Yeah. How I looked at that series and just said, yeah, whoever went this one yep. got a real good chance of winning the whole thing. Yeah. Even though I, I don't know, maybe Brooklyn wouldn't have won the whole thing if they beat Milwaukee, but still. With no Kyrie, would have been. I mean, they would have. They would have played the Hawks. Mm-hmm. They probably. But then they would have played the Suns in the finals. They have Kyrie, they're beating the Suns, dude. I don't know, man. Maybe they wouldn't have. Speaking of which, Suns Pelicans, I watched about a quarter of this game. And the Pelicans' stupid coaching ruined the entire game early. And I was like, all right, it's time for bed. And I was correct. <laughs> yeah. They didn't miss much. Just uh, kind of a Jose Alvarado versus Chris Paul matchup again. Jose Alvarado forces another eight-second call on Chris Paul. Chris Paul's obviously, f- f- like, rattled because – He's pretty much the only ball handler out there. So, Monty Williams made a good adjustment. And he played Aaron Holiday five minutes and 50 seconds. It might not seem like a lot, but that five minutes and 50 seconds he was out there was Chris Paul, which allowed him to have another point guard on the floor, another ball handler. So, it wouldn't – it they didn't – it didn't allow them to, you know – that's why you see Jay, Crow- Jay Crowder's minutes so low. He was in foul trouble, but he also – needed another ball handler out there to take some pressure off of Chris Paul because Alvarado, he got a steal on him in the backcourt last game, forced a technical on him this game and last game, and he's just been overall pesk. So to have that extra ball handler was was crucial down the stretch. And Mikael Bridges went nuclear. 31 points, 12-17 from the field, 4 for 4 from 3, 5 rebounds. Every time they needed a clutch bucket, Mikael Bridges showed up, and that was the biggest difference in the game. My guy ain't just smoothly giving you 20 and 10 every game. Yeah, because he's the one, like, he's the one that's the driving force of their offense right now. Without Devin Booker in the half court, they need to go to somebody who can get a bucket and not rely on Chris Paul to do it because that's a, that's asking too much. Yeah. So Chris Paul needs to be a second or third, secondary or I don't even know where for third creator. Try, 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 Mary. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good word. Try, Mary. We're gonna try that one. Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So just having DeAndre Ayton out there to go in the feed the post, get rebounds, hit mid range jump shots. That's just something that's really good for the Phoenix Suns right now, and he's their driving force, and the only reason really. They have a 3-2 lead in the series. I mean, hey, I'm glad you realize it, man, because I get all this shit for calling DeAndre. And I, you know what I'm going to say, he's better than Joker, blah, blah, blah. But at the very least, he's the third best center. Everyone says, oh, he's just a souped up. Fuck with people telling me. Like, he's Roy Hibbert, which I don't know. That's such a bad thing, but whatever. Um, but people just don't see, people just don't see the force of the trees, man. This man yeah. DeAndre is nasty. And he just... Since he got there, they don't lose games. I don't know how else you can define that, but he got there. Only reason they missed the playoffs in his first year is because he played half the games, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, Devin Booker, I'm not going to say like Aiden's the most important, Devin Booker's the most important, 
But Aiton's clearly telling you he's second right now by just being the steadying force. Now, obviously, whether they win or lose is going to be because if Chris Paul plays terrible or not, he can't play awful. He has to at least he has to play well, you know. But mm-hmm. you can just see it. Andre last night, 19 points, nine rebounds, 35 minutes, plus 19. Yeah. That's best plus That's minus. Yeah. In the game. And but what I wanted to get to though was just the Pelicans coaching and why they didn't play GTA, Grand Theft Alvarado early. They didn't play them the whole first quarter. They were down 12 and the game was over. It was over right there. I was like, cool, I can go to bed because that was dumb. And they let Chris Paul go off for 12 points. And I was like, why are they not putting him in the game exactly? Mm-hmm. What exactly? Why did they put Devontae Graham in and not him? I was confused and perplexed. And they lost in the game. It's really that simple. Yeah. Because like you said, Chris Paul, whatever, late in the game, fine. But they just needed him to do something early. Mm-hmm. And against a team with, like, the Suns, you can't let them get 30-point quarters. They're just too good on defense. So, so once they did that in the first, and then I'm guessing in the third, they also didn't put him in too much because they had 30. Or Bridges probably went off at that point. But Alvarado didn't play the third quarter. Yeah, that's just dumb. And they 30 points, 30 points. Game over. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Chris Paul didn't surprisingly score in the third quarter either. He just got to breathe. Very crucial. Just got to walk around. <laughs> That's all he wants to do right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, tough for the Pelicans. I I think that was I think that's just the I think that's a big one. I think the Suns are gonna win the series now. I don't see them. They 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 know that if they just get Booker back, they can go to the finals. It's going to be hard to stop that team from doing it when they already had the championship experience, everything like that. Um, and Chris Paul will probably be bad in game six, but he, it's a lot to ask. I know, but they do need, do need 15, 20 out of him in, in one of these two games. I think he's going to do it. I think they're going to win. Yeah, I think so too. Now, I think, I think New Orleans is going to be scary once they can find, if they can finally get some games out of Zion, I think that's going to be a really good team. But they're just a year ahead. I don't know if they want Zion. Instead of Jackson Hayes in the starting lineup? Just saying. I don't, I don't know. know. No. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the Mavs beat the Jazz badly as a bra. They scored 77. Luka just killed them. Uh, their defense looks incredible. Everyone was jumping on me for the Luca Trey thing because I said it at work. But mm-hmm. I was like, if Trey's team could win two without him, maybe we can have this conversation. You know. But the Mavs have built a great, you know, a really great defensive roster and a team that can operate both with and without him. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the the Suns struggle, it's looking like, you know. If Dom would have stuck with his pick, maybe he's on something here. Dom would have just had the gall to stuck to his pick. He would have, he would have had, he would have been on to something, really on to something, but he didn't have the gall to do it because he didn't believe in it. Yeah, he folded the bag. And the Celtics are nice too. 
I know. That's a nice sleeper pick for real. Yeah. Yeah, but Dallas is yeah, they've been one of the most dominant defenses in, in basketball during the postseason. Um, since they traded Porzingis, they've been one of the best teams in basketball overall. And we know how deadly Luca can be. We knew this was a close series without even Luca on the floor. So you figure you insert him in the lineup. Donovan Mitchell's not himself. I saw him grab his hamstring last game. That's not a good sign. He's done. He don't want to be there anymore, bro. My man, Dominic, I shit on Donovan. And I was like, bro, how long would you want to be in Utah? True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're asking unfair things out of my guy. But, hey, it is what it is. One game away from not having to talk about the Jazz again. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, like one and another part that's really killing them is I, I can't really defend Conley right now. Like he's just been bad this series. Offensively, he's not bringing anything, and defensively, he's going to get seeked out by Luca every time, and it's going to be bad. So he ended up with five fouls in this twenty-seven minutes, but he just can't be. He's just unplayable right now. As unfortunate as it is to say. Yeah, and um. Real quick before we get to the main event, Giannis playing great. Best player in the league. I don't even think it's really close at this point, but because it's not just the offense, but his defense, just what they did to the Bulls last game. Mm-hmm. Um, well, two games ago, last game, it was more so the offense, but yeah, and they just beat them by 30. And we, 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 we talk a lot of shit on the Bulls team, you know, but I mean, are they really? Are they really that much worse than the Raptors? I saw the potential. It's just you know, Giannis just said not. Nah, nah, nah. I think um, Zach Levine just got COVID again. Again, this is like the third time he's got COVID this year. I believe. I might be wrong on that, but it feels like a lot. You can go ahead and sit out. It don't matter. It didn't matter. So. Losing by thirty. The Buck. Giannis said, "All right, we're taking this seriously, guys." They're like, okay. Chris, I'm like, all right, we need some rest. Cool. Get these guys the fuck out of here. I told you this was coming. It's all right. They lost. Okay. okay. Now we got to take But we but, knew every, every team wanted to play Chicago's playoffs. Fair. I don't know. Chicago at least fought for a game. They did. That's they a did. That's gave no fight. That is true. Zach Levine at least waited till game five to get COVID. He didn't say he had a back, an emotional back injury. Gosh, that's hilarious. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) An emotional back injury. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my God, some slack, man. (laughs) He might single-handedly lock out the NBA in a year and a half. He, he won't be missed, unfortunately. It's his fault. I'm going to tell you. How do you say in this PC world, like, grow some balls nowadays? There is no saying, because all the sayings like that, you can't say them anymore. Well, you know. I'm going to tell him that. Learn to out. let go, Ben Simmons. There you go. And grow some balls. 
I don't even feel bad for him. I do door to door for a living. I get told no all the time. Constant rejection. You know what I do? I get over it. <laughs> so, so, so what the fuck? I'm not getting paid millions to do it either. So it'll be all right. I have no sympathy. Man. I'm not gonna hold you. But let's get to it. Another team I have no sympathy for. So, right, we, uh, we wrote the obituary on this team too, right? Yep. So the Raptors are done. You know what I mean? Said, said damn it. You know I mean? I lost my 80 bucks, but, hey, at least the Sixers look good. And since then, they've lost two games. Fred got hurt in game four, and that might be the best thing that ever happened to the Raptors. As now, without a six-foot guy for them to attack, the Sixers cannot score. Ben Simmons has a hand, like, what's, what is that? Is that what he's A torn ligament in his hand or something, right? Torn ligament in his pinky for Joel Embiid. It's pinky. So I mean, not his pinky, his thumb. Sorry. His thumb. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's much different. Um, So, yeah, he had, I think, 10, 12 in the first quarter, and they start fizzling out. Um, I think part of what's happening is they're not getting foul calls. They showed the stat. I was, uh, wasn't watching it by choice. I want to make that clear, but. At work, they have um, first take on. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, they had the stat. James Harden in his last, what is it? It's a hilarious stat. Last two games, he has nine field goals made and nine turnovers. Wow. They figured out not to leave Maxi wide open. Tobias is Tobiasing. Danny Green's trying, and this bench is terrible. Bench sucks. I was telling Dom, I was like, y'all have a better bench this season. We don't have any players. He's like, and you still have a better bench than us. I don't know, man. Toronto got one of the worst. Yeah, it's close. They have precious yeah. Achua. I'm talking, I'm thinking deeper down the bench. Like the Svees and Delano Planton and Matakai Flynn Bruh. and Yuta Wantanavi and Armani Brooks, Bruh. Isaac Bonga. Bro. Bro, who's the Sixers' best bench player? I'm looking at y'all bench right now. Y'all bench is terrible, too. Between Clark Wise, Isaiah Joe, DeAndre Jordan, Paul Millsap, Jaden Springer. Just who's our best bench player? They got Boucher on the bench. Y'all best bench player is probably George Niang. Yeah. Thanks. GG. Thank yeah. you, Moore. You can you can fucking go now. So <laughs> Remember I said before the postseason, what I wanted to do was just blow it all up. Yeah. Shut up. And every I got shit from a lot of people, man. A lot of people. I bet. Now we're here. It's 3-2. Um, Philadelphia, I can give you the pulse. They're terrified. They're scared. And my friend, you know, he's the same one who said we both lost the trade. But he was like, I don't think we're going to blow a 3-0 lead. And I was like, if there was ever a team that was going to blow a 3-0 lead, wouldn't it be one with Doc Rivers and James Harden? Absolutely. If I've ever seen a team that's waiting to blow a 3-0 lead, it is this Toronto – I mean, is this Philadelphia 76ers team, without a doubt. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like we had one trick, play Paul Reed. We're not there eight minutes minus 11. They figured, mm-hmm. they figured that the fuck out. So, so there you go. They were hoping we would play DeAndre Jordan. That would be bad. Fuck. Doc might do it. That's the saddest part. That'll be bad. Yeah. Yeah, Ty but 
Dieball, who I was told, is the big difference maker. With no Fred out there, he's now completely useless. Yeah, he can pick on, like, small guards. But if you put him on somebody his size, yeah, he's not nearly the same impactful defender on ball. Nope. Off ball, he's still a good defender because he plays passing lanes well, but that's about it. He just, you know, can't shoot. That's a major part of the game. Pretty, just, pretty important. And looking at the yeah. box score, man, like, Toronto for Toronto, Pressures had 17. Gary Trent had 16. Pascal Siakam had 23 and 10. You got 16 from Ananobi. This is part of the gripe I have against why. Nah, I'm not even going to say it. Never mind. What are you going to say? You might as well. I mean, you can't. Why Evan Mobley should have been in rookie of the year. Oh wow! There's no way. Like you can't get twelve and you can't get twelve and eight out of Evan Mobley and win a game, bro. You just going, bro. Scotty Brooks came back in and changed the entire series. Scotty Barnes, Barnes. I called him Scotty Brooks. I did call him Scotty Brooks. Scotty Barnes came back in and changed the entire series. They just swapped him out for their All Star, and it got markedly better. I don't know if that's the only reason they had better. Yeah, you, can't, you can't tell me Mobley if you take out Jared Allen. You know what I mean? No, so, but we – it's not apples to apples when you put him in the center. Like, that's what people don't understand. Like, you can't put him from the four to the five because he's not ready to play the five. This guy makes this about the Cavs. This is hey, man, it's about rookie of the year that we haven't discussed. Gotta wait. Gotta wait for Dom on this one. I'm busy. I'm busy writing an obituary right here. Go ahead. All right. So back to this obituary, right? Yeah. So here's what happened, basically. Here's how you delve down the series. Mm-hmm. The Raptors, you know, and I, if I'm them, let me actually look. Are they going to throw us an olive branch and play Fred? That's all no. it's coming to. No. They figured out that y'all cannot score against six, against five, six, five and above defenders. So, why will we even bother instead of just letting him get healthy? And, well, I mean, they, they're back against the wall. Maybe they do play him. I don't know. That would be dumb. Know. That would be really fucking stupid. And, yeah, and so here's what happened, right? Like, they lost their defensive liability, mm-hmm. and ours is just sitting there. And another development is let's see how many rebounds Joel can grab the next game. He only had he had eleven, he had twenty and eleven. But we know like with that thumb injury, like catching the ball, getting rebounds, he's gonna be okay on the offensive end, I believe, because he's just gonna figure it out. Man, let's see how many free throws they can get. They got twenty, mm-hmm. and that's really low for them. I'd say, oh, that's an MB number right there alone. Yeah, they can't survive with only 20 free throws. And as the series keeps going on and on and on, and it's almost like, does Joel want to get hit like that? Yep. James Harden, they just don't respect anymore. Can you blame them? Did you hear hear Joel post-game say, well, we need more shots out of James. Not my job to tell him to shoot more, but we need him to shoot the ball more. Did you hear that part? No, I didn't. Yeah. So oh, here's, no. here's Joel throwing another teammate under the bus. <laughs> I mean, Docker. Rightfully so, though. Rightfully so. 
he was right both times. I know he's right most of the time. Still so, doesn't mean you should say it. So we're we're two games away from mm-hmm. possibly, you know, being the first team ever in NBA's seventy-five year history to blow a three-zero lead. Yeah, you all got hurt right on time. Harden's hardening. Mm-hmm. I I will. I'm a little surprised. I really didn't think we were going to lose game five, but I didn't watch game four. Again, I was, I was working that day. Yeah. So I didn't see exactly what was happening, but now I see we just can't score. And if we can't score with this shitty defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Game four or game six. Okay. Game six, by the way, on Thursday. And the Sixers are going to need 30 free throws. To win that game, and I don't. It's real bad, man. Hey, the good thing is, mm-hmm. eighty dollars on the other way, baby. <laughs> I, I, have, I have a way. I have a way. You know what I mean? So I can stay positive through this whole. You thing. do have an out. I do have a crazy out, right? That's kind of like some goaded <laughs> out right there. Yeah, like I didn't have to pay that eighty dollars. That eighty dollars might come my way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Whoever that was that had this oh that owes you eighty dollars, they're probably sick. Oh no, no, no. I, I, I made up three oh I made I made I made four twenty dollar bets. Oh okay. Yeah. I made one and I was like, you know what, let's just keep doing it. Let's just let's just see. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna touch a hundred. No, I was like, it is a good if I lost a hundred on us winning, I don't know. If I lose eighty, now I don't know. Now, even if we win the series, I might be a little mad. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> Getting my maybe, hopes up for maybe, nothing. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe they'll just, maybe they will realize that, hey, this is a dumb roster. <laughs> and we should just, I don't know. If we if they lose, they might just fire everybody. That's what needs to happen. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it. We fucked it up. We, we ruined the work of the greatest GM of all time. And that's that. Yeah, I was watching a good film breakdown the other day. Yes, it was, it was last night. Of no, it was yesterday of game five. It was by Tim Legler on ESPN. He was breaking down just some defensive possessions from the Sixers and how, like, it was one play where, like, the crowd gets up. It's like you guys cut the lead to, like, nine. And you get a quarter three from like Matt, from like Thibault. He misses the three, of course. No, this this is another possession. Like it's some kind of defensive breakdown, basically. And you just see the crowd just deflate because they gave him a bucket as soon as they stood up. Like immediately, as soon as they crossed half court. Yep, James Harden tried to fake pressure the ball. Got blown by by Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes throws a no look lob after he drives into the paint. Crowd just deflates, and that's pretty much the end of the game. Yeah, they suck. I got nothing else, man. Well, let's just let's just let's just watch. Let's just watch this point. Yeah. And it's fun. The craziest part about it is he showed like four plays. He said, I had 18 clips. And I'm like, what? 18 different possessions. Where either somebody doesn't run back on defense, missed assignment, bad effort, all around the board. And 
that's just not how you win basketball games in the playoffs. Thanks, James. Culture center. Well, guys, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Um, hey, man. Shout out Raptors, man. Thanks for exposing us. I appreciate it. The good thing is they did it early, so you guys don't have to get your hopes up too high. Nope. So. I never had my hopes up. That's that is that is true. That is always true. It's <laughs> true. This is accurate, man. I just I just know how to I just watch this team play and mm-hmm. I just know what they do. Um but yeah, thank you guys for joining, man, for Darnell Jones. Man, this was Demetrius. And uh have a good one. Later. Double D. Deuces. Deuces.